everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Apologetically Me. I'm Maggie. I'm Wanda. And even though it has no time has passed for you, listeners, a lot of time has passed for me and Wanda here. Um, it's been a while since I've seen Wanda. She has been very busy. Um, but before we get started, actually, this episode will be about current events. So we're just going to do some updates. So Wanda, tell the people what has been going on. Why have we not seen each other in about two weeks? Barely, like a week. It's been so long. <laughs> it's been so long. <laughs> um, so as per the last episode, I made a trip over to Vancouver for the Christmas Secret Santa gift that I got Jordan. And every single day, Jordan was like, oh my god, I'm going to move here. I'm going to move back here. I'm going to move here. I'm going to move back here. And I had the exact opposite reaction where I was like, it is worse than I remembered it to be. Every time I saw a hill, I thought of Maggie and I was going to snap her and be like, hey, look, this is a hill. Um, Not the hill that you wanted to die on. <laughs> yes. <laughs> there was a lot of them. Let me Let me tell you. <laughs> Um, so bad decision-making on my part, but I walked a lot. I walked 17,000 steps on the first day and that was a mistake because I haven't walked on concrete for a very long time. And the next day I woke up with really bad shin splints. So that kind of wrecked the rest of my week because every time I walked outside, I was like, ow, 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 ow. So like walking got even worse. Um, the food was like not it was okay. Like there wasn't that many like brunch places other than the one and the one was not as good as I remembered it to be. Um, the coffee shops still pretty nice. Happy hour was really no longer as prominent of a thing as it was like the last time I was there, which was really upsetting because that was like what I knew Vancouver as. It was like the land of happy hour. Um, prices went up. Ooh, I like there's so many beefs this week that like this isn't even one of my beefs but I was very very angry about it so Vancouver has this new thing as of this year all takeout cups so like coffee cups bubble tea cups are 25 cents on top of the menu price oh, yeah and takeout bags of any sort are an additional 15 cents are so like you... a McDonald's bag is 15 cents extra are you shitting my dick what <laughs> I am not shitting your dick, Maggie. <laughs> that is facts. Is it because of like the whole supply chain issue thing that happened with BC? I don't know. I think it's supposed to be like an environmentally friendly thing. Like, oh, you're supposed to bring your own reusable mugs and your own like paper, like your own bags and stuff to go pick up your own food. But it just feels like just adding more cost to the consumer. Wait, so like when McDonald's gives you your fries and burger, you have to bring your own bag for that to avoid that 15 cent charge. Yes, they'll ask you at the very end, like, oh, do you want a bag? And if you say yes, they'll charge you 15 cents. What the fuck? You... Yeah, I know. Why would anyone want to live there? <laughs> I know. I kept on, like every single time I was like, Jordan, like if we go get coffee, that's like an extra 25 cents that we're adding on to this cost. That's so weird. It's it's That's insane. New. It's new. It came in this year. And I was like, this is the worst thing I've ever happened. Like everything I had to like. So me and Jordan love canned drinks. So, for example, we have like a stack of bubblies and like 
diet whatever pops and everything um whenever we're together and even when we're separate so this is not new but in vancouver they charge you 10 cents per every can like aluminum can or like bottle that you buy and you're supposed to be able to get that back when you'd return it to a recycling center but like where the fuck are recycling centers in downtown like i didn't see any and like you just get charged like a dollar 20 if you buy like 12 cans on top of the cost you're already paying wow vancouver is unlivable yeah it sounds like it um very eco-friendly but uh at what cost why are we blaming the average consumer for destroying the uh, environment like i get the whole like walmart paying like you have to pay for bags like not doing like single use plastic bags anymore like i kind of understand that but it's like when i'm paying 15 cents for a paper bag that i can recycle mm, it doesn't feel right Mm -hmm. yeah um so that was like something that i thought about every single day um because we had to get takeout all the time but our hotel was really nice and we got a really good deal on it and they gave us robes, which Aww. is so nice. Our cleaning lady, so nice. Did you um, take the it, robes home? No, that would have costed me $150 each, <gasps> which I also told Jordan. <laughs> That's like a thing. Like, it, apparently, like, they do like an itinerary when you leave. And if you take like the big things, they charge you for those things. Fine. <laughs> um, but we had housekeeping every single day, which was mm. nice. Because... Yeah, back to pre-COVID rules and everything. Um, yeah, overall, went to Stanley Park. Did Stanley Park again for the second time. Um, but this time we biked the nine kilometers <laughs> instead of walking it cool. like a psycho. <laughs> um, we went to Granville Island. The donuts are still good in Vancouver. And that's about the only thing I'd recommend, donuts and coffee. My next update is... So I've mentioned before that I've worked at my parents' restaurant and I've worked at my parents' restaurant since first year of university. So it's been about seven years now, almost eight. And on May 1st, they sold it and it closed. And so now we no longer own a restaurant. Oh, shit. Yeah. Unexpected, right? Yeah. Wait, why? Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah, my parents are getting older. Um. My mom just doesn't want to deal with it anymore. It's been on sale for like a while, but like they had a deal fall through right before COVID and they just got like a new buyer. They were like really dragging their feet and taking their time and everything and like getting the landlord's approval was like really difficult. It took a while too because the plaza is actually getting sold to another landlord at the same time. Um, so my mom's just like, Ugh, like there's just so much I have to do for it. Like I like I just switched jobs too. Like I'm just so busy and everything. Like I just can't, I can't deal with doing my job and helping your dad at the store and stuff. And it's just like too much of a headache for her. And I was like, understandable. Now mm -hmm. I don't have to work Mother's Day. Damn. So what are you, what is your dad gonna do now? Um, it is unclear. Um, so far he has been tasked with cleaning the basement. Nice. So. Who, wait, so who owns the store now? What is it going to be? Um, it's still, as of right now, still going to be the same store name. Um, it's, it, uh, I think they're friends of a friend. There's like three owners now um, that bought in kind of together. And they're going to take it over. And I have no idea how that is going. 
Oh shit. Wow. Yeah. Um, congrats to them. I don't know if this is a good or a bad thing. Oh, it's a good thing. We've been oh, trying okay. to sell for a while. Oh, okay, yay. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 been great because it's like mm-hmm. it's like a it was a lot of ups and downs. Like someone put an offer, COVID hit, and then mm. they couldn't sell. Yeah. And then it's like someone was interested, and then they ghosted them. And then it's like, it, like they, they were like this buyer was interested, and then they just like ghosted them for like a month, and then they came back again. Hmm. So, a lot of ups and ups and downs. Didn't want to jinx it, so mm-hmm. didn't tell you until anything was all nice. set and still done. Nice. Damn. Yeah. Uh, you have another update. Do I? What happened? What happened after your COVID trip? After my COVID Sorry. trip? <laughs> yeah, it is a COVID trip. <laughs> well, I mean, that was quote unquote my beefs, but I guess like, okay, oh, okay. Um, it's fine. Uh, so uh, my COVID trip, apparently, because I went to just get COVID, uh, I got COVID. Um, I don't know if you've been able to tell from the difference in my voice. I don't know if it's going to sound any different. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know because <laughs> when you hear this, you will see. You do will I sound like hear. A, do I sound like a dying old man? It sounds like very raspy. Like you kind of sound like Aquafina a little bit. Oh, okay. I mean, that's not bad. I like her voice. Mm-hmm. It is cool. Um. So they say the COVID incubation period is three days, and in that three days. I like I mostly stayed at the hotel I was outside like there like I went to a restaurant no okay no one I was with has COVID um so I don't know where I got it from like everyone else I was with tested negative Jordan has continuously tested negative um so it's been a very lonely experience (laughs) because it's like when we're around each other like if we're in the same room we have to wear a mask the good thing is the original thing was he was going to force me to go in the basement well he was like jokingly jokingly quotation marks that he was going to force me to stay in the basement um but then he was like no it's fine and everything like he has been great at um doing the things i need he's basically had to cook for the entire time because i can't touch his food because, like, I might give him COVID. But my thing is, like, if you haven't gotten COVID from me now, you are not, like, if you didn't get it between in the incubation period, I think you're safe at this point. I think so, too. But I see he wants to be safe. But either way, he's going to be attacked on either front. <laughs> either his mom and Joe or you <laughs> or we're. Yeah. Um, separate. So I guess to add to that story, the week that we were gone, Jordan was supposed to go into his office, but his office had like a major COVID outbreak. And so they could only like, they were only in the office for one and a half days before they were sent home, um, because of this COVID outbreak. So he could have gotten COVID there. And then separately, um, his mom and Joe also tested positive for COVID. His mom tested positive on Tuesday and then Joe uh tested positive today um so he was not escaping it and somehow he did he was going to be attacked on all fronts yeah like maggie said Mm -hmm. so um i guess i'm thankful he has a different immune system because Mm -hmm. it's been nice having him go out and get things when i need them um he's been very nice about it and he's just been going out whenever he can whenever i need it 
Um, but he's also like being safe. Like he's not going to the gym or anything. He's going through like drive-throughs or like quickly going through grocery stores Aww. and still wearing a mask and everything. So we are doing the best. Um, I think today technically is the end of my isolation. Um, but to, like, we don't know if I'm not testing positive yet. Good call. Yeah. But overall, experience with COVID, not bad. I, like I mean, yeah. Like mm -hmm. on it, like go get, go get vaccinated. <laughs> um. Yes. Also, Wanda is healthy, young. Um, has no. Uh, dis prior diseases that we know of. So yep, this no. is why she has a fortunate experience. I mean, it still sucks, and you're still sick, but yeah, not bad. Yeah, this is probably the best I've been. But you may see me wiping my nose a lot during this um, podcast Yuck. because I am. <laughs> I apologize to Maggie ahead of time. Be like, oh, I'm so sorry if I sneeze because I was like, oh, I might ruin the like recording and everything. And she's like, it's okay. You're in a different room than me. <laughs> <laughs> You're literally nowhere near me. <laughs> yeah, which is like, yeah, I guess, but like... <laughs> but like me and the listeners don't care. I mean, like it's still like it's still weird, right? Like, yeah. do your thing. Yeah, thanks. We appreciate that. <laughs> um, yeah, but like, still like like mild, but still like bad. Like sore throat. Monday was like whew, Monday was rocky. It was like I couldn't regulate my temperature for oh, the last God. few days. So like like you just like burn up really high. Like I like I like I had a fever multiple times in the day, and then I got really cold. So I kept on going from hot, cold, hot, cold, hot, cold, and it was just like whenever I was like warm, I was just like start sweating randomly. And now it's like I'll just sit up or do random things, and I'm like just sweating. Ooh. And I'm like, what the heck? But I think that's good, right? Like that's your immune system helping mm -hmm. you defend um, the virus and everything. Yeah, it does suck because you were probably one of the safest people. I, yeah, that's what COVID that's does. what my mom yeah. told me too, and she's like, "Well, now that you have COVID, like you might have like lasting impacts and blah 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 blah. Like you just don't know what like the virus is going to do in your body." And I'm like, "Okay, but like, thanks for telling me now. Like, I can't do anything about it. Yeah. Like, like <laughs> <laughs> what are you supposed to do? <laughs> Go back in time and get Jordan to suck out the venom." Yeah, like, <laughs> like, you know what? Like, now that you've told me this, Mom, I definitely won't get it. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah. This is very unfortunate, but I'm glad that you were still safe. You had a fun, safe trip, uh, except for all the other stuff you were telling me about. But um, other than that, uh, Montreal for the win. <laughs> Yeah, honestly, I need Maggie still to go to Vancouver to make that assumption, but for the time being, yeah. We'll see. Montreal for the win. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyways, enough about me. What do you have going on? Or what did you have going on these past few weeks? Um, so I also did a COVID test. I've been negative. I did one on Sunday and then I did it today because I was feeling yucky. But I guess it was just allergies or just, like, the weird weather changes. Um, oh, my other update is I have decided to start Accutane. Um, I have not yet started it. I have, my appointment is coming up, but I have spoke with my dermatologist. And he said to me very um, bluntly 
like, Maggie, can I be your dad for just a minute? And I was like, I don't like where this is going. And he was like, you are way more attractive without all this going on. And I was like, okay, weird thing for a dad to say. <laughs> and then I was like, yeah, okay, I see where you're going. And he's just like, you've been like dealing with this for like a while now. Like you've tried like all options. Like I, it's like, I am probably one of, one of the safest or the safest person to do this with because I was there first when Accutane was launched in Canada. I tried it first. Like, it's very, very safe with me. And I said, okay, sure, let's do this. And I talked to my mom. We had a discussion. She was very against it. But now I was like, you know what? At the end of the day, it's my body. We'll try it. So we will see how this goes. It sucks that I'm doing it during the summertime uh, because I'm supposed to avoid the sun, avoid all alcohol. Uh, and I will be depressed, but this will be fun. It's only going to be like six months, I think. Six, nine months max. No, wait, four to six months. Six months max, yeah. Mm -hmm. So we'll see how this goes. Keep you updated. Insane. I've heard, like, good for you. I'm glad, like, weird thing for your doctor to say, like, oh, you'd mm -hmm. be so attractive without this acne like is that what he meant <laughs> i guess so yeah it's just like it doesn't look great and i'm like why? yeah man I, that's that's why i'm coming to you like why does he need to be your dad to say that i don't know it, does he know your dad is he, he like yeah maggie's dad criticizes her a lot <laughs> <laughs> yeah this is what an asian dad would do it does suck though because I went to another doctor because I had this like kind of swollen like lymph node underneath my chin. Mm -hmm. Yeah, underneath my chin. I went to another doctor and he was like, oh, take off your mask. And that was when it was like really bad. And he was like, oh, has that acne been there for a while? And I was like, oh yeah, it's like hormonal acne. And he was like, maybe that lump has to do with your acne. And then he was like, oh, maybe like it's not hormonal. Maybe it's like from wearing a mask and everything. And I was like, uh, I don't know why it'd be only to my chin then. Like, I don't think so, sir. And he was like, oh, I don't know, like, talk to your dermatologist. And I was like, okay, so you made me wait an hour to tell me that it was all related to my acne. And then uh, it wasn't because I've never had that before. It was because I was suffering from a sinus infection, I believe. Uh, I just had a cold. It's gone oh, now, gosh. but it's allergies now. So, fun times. That's my... Mm, doctors. Love it. Love old yeah. white men. Yeah, can't live with them, can't live without them. Exactly. Um, wow. Yeah, this will be fun. Fun yeah. journey. Is, like, I mean, like, not asking for permission or anything, but, like, is Nick prepared for, like, mm. a turmoil that you're going to bring to... Hell yeah. Her... <laughs> Actually, I was, like, messaging him about it because, like, my doctor's appointment is, like, back home. Um mm -hmm. And he, like, immediately Googled it. And he was like, uh, the symptoms and side effects sound really bad. Are you sure? This is scary. And I was like, well, it's only four to six months. Should be good. So, if birth control hasn't made me crazy yet, Accutane will. Yeah, I mean, I've heard, yeah, like, I'm, like, honestly, I'm glad you're doing it. Because it's like, if you think it's best, like, I think it's best for you too. Thanks, um, but, but, yeah, that's... The side effects are quite, quite crazy, and I've heard quite a few bad things about what it does to your body. Mm -hmm. Side story, I was reading it on Reddit, and they're like, you need to 
like it's an honor system but you have to tell like the nurse or the doctor like that you're on contraceptives like they need to know that you're on two types of contraceptives so like they make you contraceptive no it's because like if you have a kid or get pregnant like it's gonna fuck your kid up so they're like you really should not get pregnant on this like we do not want this to happen so you need to be on birth control for at least a month apparently uh, and take it throughout and then i think you have the other one can be like condom or like uh actually someone's tried to put abstinence because they're like i'm single like i don't want to i'm a virgin or stuff like that and the doctor was like can you just put condom just in case yeah <laughs> like i mean it doesn't like you might as well <laughs> like that is fine <laughs> your contraception is abstinence <laughs> best of luck i'm Thank excited you. to hear about this journey and go on this journey with you Thanks. You won't know until the, I guess, next week, actually. (laughs) (laughs) Next week is my appointment. Nice. I hope you don't experience any of the super bad side effects. I've read a lot of blogs. Apparently, it's month two that's really bad. And it makes, like, your whole body, like, you suffer a lot of joint muscle pain. So even walking is, like, so painful, apparently, and you get so dry. And this girl was, like, an avid runner, and she was, like, even walking was just, like, so difficult for me. It's, it was so hard to do. So And this is just to treat hormonal acne? They couldn't uh-huh. think of anything else uh-uh. to... They just hate women. <laughs> but this isn't even, like, a female-only problem. Listen... <laughs> Actually, yeah. Uh, apparently, it's not that bad. Like side effects may vary for each person. Uh, yeah, of course. But you mostly will get dry skin. Uh, Love it yeah. in the summertime. I get so oily, so this is a nice change. Okay. Um, I hope it works out for you. I hope your side effects do not vary, and it's just <laughs> perfection. You know, Thanks, everything mom. your acne clears, manifesting it. You know. Thanks. Okay. Cool. So, who's your beef or crush of the week? Um, so we're not going to mention this now because we're going to talk about it later, but my beef would have been, uh, the Roe v. Wade draft because like everything else, all my beefs paled in comparison to it, but we're not going to talk about that yet. First beef that I had, um, was one I already told Maggie yesterday because she had already asked me and I felt weird being like, wait for the podcast for an answer. (laughs) It's a secret. (laughs) Um, so Germany, bleh, Jordan is going to Berlin for a work trip because that's where his company's headquarters are. And he was so excited. He was like, oh my God, I can't wait to like, I can't wait to go with you, referring to me. Um, and he invited me uh, like a few months back. And I was like, okay, like, that's so cool. And I was like, are you going to be paying for me because it's like your work trip? And he's like, like, yeah, like, um, they said that I just have to pay for your ticket and everything and like the hotel or wherever Airbnb they're staying is like all covered and stuff. So it's like all good. I was like, okay. So, you know, like they didn't get like a firm date yet. Um, usually it's pretty last minute they said. So I was like, okay. And I was like, how's the Berlin trip going? He's like, yeah, like we don't know yet. And I was like, okay. So the end of April rolls around, they're in a meeting and they finally like decided like, okay, you can choose any time in May. And he's like, cool. So they're looking at dates and stuff. And I was like, have you taken a look at how much like tickets are and everything? And he's like, no. I was like, okay, um, I'm just going to like take a quick look. And he's like, okay. But 
they're flying um, the person, the other like him and the person he's going with first class or not first class, business class, which is great because it's a pretty long flight and there's no direct flight. So it's like two business class seats, I guess. It's like a t- over a 10 hour trip. Um, and I looked at the tickets. I'm like, oh, they're like over a thousand dollars. Like, you know this, right? And he's like, oh, um, yeah, uh, I guess. <laughs> and I was like, are you going to pay for me to fly business class too then? He's like, um, uh, like, uh, maybe like I'll pay like for the difference or something, or like I'll pay the base and you can pay the difference or something. And I'm like, I see. So when you asked me, had you already looked at the tickets? And he was like, no. And I was like, did you expect them to be this expensive? And he's like, no. <laughs> I was like, okay, that sounds good. So for the entirety of the Vancouver trip that we were on, I was like, should I go? Like, I was thinking about, it. I was like, this is a lot of money. Like, if he, like, we were talking to the other Matt and they were like, he was mentioning this trip. And then Matt was like, oh, is Wanda coming with you? And Jordan was like, um, yeah, I don't, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, and then, Matt was like, yeah, you know, like if it was me, like I'd sit in business class and like one, it could sit in the back and economy and everything. And I was like, this bitch. <laughs> um, so in the end, we decided that I should not go because it is like two months of my half of rent if we if I was to go. And it just like doesn't really seem worth it to go because it's like, oh, he's there working anyways. Like it's the first time he's going. So he doesn't really know it that well. And he's probably going to go again in the future. So, like, I think it was a, a more economical decision. But my beef is still him for asking me and implying that I was going to go mm-hmm. without checking the flight prices. Yeah, but he excited. did say, yeah, exactly. Which is, like, I guess it's sweet. Like, he wanted to go with me and everything. And he still mm-hmm. does. But he does understand that it is very expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, and he said, I couldn't. I couldn't say that as my beef because he's been taking care of me as i've been sick so that's that that's, is that's the caveat for him that's what he's supposed to do not you're not gonna get a reward for that yeah i know right um i mean like but like i i guess like the bare minimum like he could have done a worse job so he did better than the bare minimum over to you maggie what are what is your beef this week hmm my beef uh, it was going to be the Met Gala, but I don't know if we're going to talk about that for current events. Um, but you know what? We can like briefly mention it. Um, I mean, the whole Roe v. Wade thing obviously trumps all of this, but Kim Kardashian West, I'm sorry, Kim Kardashian now has made huge, um, ripples in the media all because of her dress from Marilyn Monroe and saying she had to lose 16 pounds in three weeks and cut out all sugar and carbs and stuff, which is like, okay, like, I guess, like, one part of me is like, okay, I guess that's normal, like, you want to look good in a dress, that kind of thing, like, whatever, but it's it's kind of weird for her to be like, oh, also, it was fake, because I was watching another video where she, there was, like, a behind-the-scenes thing, and the dress doesn't actually fit her, like, from the back, they had to tie, like, a string on it, and she covered it up with, like, her feather boa thing. So, and she was telling everyone that the dress fit like a glove when it actually didn't. And she was telling everyone, like, yeah, I had to starve myself for this. It was also worth it. Like, it was great. And it's kind of, like, 
I guess enabling other people to do the same thing. Like, yes, you should starve yourself. You have to fit the clothes, not the other way around. And it's like so many, it's just an irresponsible thing to say, I guess, because she has this huge platform. She's going to say that and lie about it when the dress did not fit her like a glove. Um, so like, was it even worth it, Kim? And you didn't even do the theme properly. It was the Gilded Age. You, you wore something from Marilyn Monroe, which was not that long ago. Um, yeah, kind of, and it, it's like insinuating that she and Marilyn Monroe had like the exact same body too. Like, wow, look, I'm like America's beauty icon now. Um, and also, remember when Marilyn Monroe was like remembered for her curves and like being plus size or whatever, like changing yeah. the game kind of thing? She wasn't even that big. <laughs> yeah, so I watched. I watched like the tape of like her singing "Happy Birthday," and I'm like, she is so small. Yeah, I think they said she was 120 pounds. Maybe she like... lost weight <laughs> during that time. <laughs> I I mean, granted, it was like back in those days, so everyone was like super skinny and ate like maybe an apple a day. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Let's take beauty standards. And beauty yeah. expectations. Um, ladies, do not starve yourself to fit in a dress. Just get a dress that fits you. Yeah. I mean, like, Lily Reinhardt, I think, came out being like, oh, this is, like, so inappropriate. I can't believe you would, like, tell this to all these people who listen to you and everything. Um, but I heard, I also heard about the dress, like, not even fitting, too, which is, like, why would you lie? Like, exactly. I don't understand lying when there's cameras around and, like, someone could very easily, like, dismantle your lie. Like, it just mm -hmm. doesn't make sense. Um, yeah. The other thing was, like, everyone was, like, oh, uh, like, it wasn't even made for her anyway. So, like, she looks, like, washed out. Like, it's not her skin tone and everything. And it's, like, kind of, like, not... Like, it wasn't the best, like, so I think in her original, when she first went to the Met Gala, like, she wore that, like, she looked like she was wet look, right? Oh, that was a great look. Exactly. And that was actually inspired by, like, someone else, like, someone else's look. And then, like, it was great. And, like, people were like, why didn't you just do the same thing where you wore, like, an inspirational thing instead? Like, this was inspired by the Marilyn Monroe dress. Mm -hmm. But, like, again, yes, I, like... I think there was, like, an old, like, Hollywood kind of thing. And, like, that dress would have been good for that theme. It was American history. That was a theme last year or the year before. But, yeah. Yeah. So, like, that would have been more fitting for that theme. But, like, when I think Gilded Age, and I was telling Maggie about this, I was thinking about, like, the show, like, Gilded Age, which, like, no one, like, it didn't really look like anyone kind of followed that theme. Except for my so, girl, Blake. Yeah, but she was, like, the, one of the chairs, oh that makes sense so like if she did it it'd be like <laughs> yeah a lot of beefs with the kardashians they're always known to lie i don't believe a single thing that comes out of their mouth and now that pete davidson is tarnishing his reputation by dating a kardashian can't trust him so i been watching keeping up with the kardashians and travis barker is actually such a sweetheart and Honestly, I did not expect him to be so nice. He seems like a sweet guy. He, like, you really couldn't, like, I, like, I feel like I'm, like, stereotyping and, like, being biased and everything for, like, a man that's, like, covered head to toe with, like, tattoos. Um, so I was like, oh, he must be, like, rugged and, you know, like, 
kind of closed off but he's still like he's very like affectionate with like children and everything like he's so good to like with kids and i was like holy crap and he's so like sweet and i was like oh slight crush on travis barker why are you watching keep me up with the kardashians by the way <laughs> because i want to see kim kardashian meet <laughs> pete davidson like i want to like that they're going to show that this season oh, on the I SNL see, thing. like yeah, yeah. exactly so i want to see how that kind of like happened and played yeah. out yeah very interesting. Did not expect that from you. But I guess you could have... I mean, you could have waited for the clip to come out on YouTube, but, like, I, I respect the hustle, Wanda. I respect it. I'm running out of things to watch, okay? <laughs> good beef. Um, good beef, good crushes. Let's move on to current events. Okay, first one. Roe v. Wade, obviously. Um, Someone had leaked uh, Superior Court of United States documents and said that the court had is talking about overturning roe v wade uh for those who don't know um it was a case that made abortion legal throughout the u.s um i don't really know the history of roe v wade do you have anything else to share about that um i don't know that much about the history but i think it was based on like uh like a someone in like worked in finance and then like he found out his like girlfriend was pregnant or like was bleeding out because of like a botched like illegal abortion i think um but again don't quote me about that like have not read much into the history of like how it became a thing yeah we're only here with approximate information guys <laughs> yeah don't come for it like don't come to us for like the actual like we're just here to give opinions <laughs> yeah so it was from 1973 uh, pregnant women's liberty to choose to have an abortion without excessive government restriction. This was great because it makes abortion safe for everyone. Uh, it makes it regulated with the government. Uh, basically, free, free, free options for everyone, giving people the right to make their decisions with their bodies. But now that abortion is going to be illegal. This is very scary because this only takes safe abortion out of the picture. It does not take illegal, dangerous abortions out of the picture. If you don't haven't seen Dirty Dancing, remember that girl almost died on the table because of that botched abortion? Now, this happens all the time. And then people are talking about like coming to Canada to get their abortion, but it's like, what if you're poor? Like, a lot of obstacles are in your way. This is very dangerous, a very scary time to be a woman. Um, the Supreme Court is coming out and saying, we're going to do some research and digging and investigation into how this even leaked out. But look, you're going to investigate that. And also it sets yeah. a precedent that if they can overturn this rule, what about all the other ones? <laughs> Will segregation become a thing again? Gay marriage is no longer a thing. What else will be illegal? United States is becoming very scary. This is what happens when you have two parties. Um, and one party is actively going against um, the best interests of its people. Mm -hmm. This, what, like, watching this unfold really makes me want to rewatch The Handmaid's Tale because it's, like, very accurate. Like, Margaret Atwood, scarily accurate. <laughs> And yeah, she actually talked about that actually. I think a few years ago, she was like, "Dystopian future." <laughs> yeah, it's it's very scary that 
nothing is really set in place. Yeah, the Plus light, the, point the rights, of laws. And, yeah. I mean, this wasn't a codified law, which is kind of the issue. It was like just precedent. It was like the top precedent, right? So it's <laughs> like every other case kind of like mentioned it for like, um, like the government not having control over like the human or like the human body. Like it's the whole privacy thing. So like as Maggie mentioned, like interracial marriage is something that could um, be on the chopping block next. Uh, contraception, the access to it and um, doctors being able to provide it. Um, the like gay marriage also probably like people are expecting gay marriage will go next. Um, and then contraception and then uh, maybe in the future uh, interracial marriage. So super scary for what this means for the United States. It's becoming um, a dystopian of Christian tyranny. Is that the word? Are we going to blame it on Christian lawmakers? It's not even like Christian lawmakers. Like I read this thing or like I saw this TikTok on Reddit that was like everything that is like anti-abortion, anti-LGBTQIA plus is like it all goes back to this one group of people or like this one organization. And I think it's called like, I don't it's like it's a three letter acronym. And it's like this Christian organization that basically is like funding all of this and like Ugh. trying to like get all of this and they're like pretty much like christian extremists yeah um and they have that much money and funding yeah apparently dang because it's like like i mean think about it like how many people are christian i guess yeah. in the united states that have money mm -hmm. because white people you know old white people yeah if any um, Americans are out there, um, tell us how you feel about this. I think that I read that it's like there's 22 states that automatically have things put in place that once Roe v. Wade gets overturned, will like automatically, like a law will be put into place making getting abortions illegal. Illegal? Illegal. Like automatically the law would be put into place in that state and it would wow. make it illegal. Yeah. Oh God, that's terrifying. Yeah. And it's like, it's, even scary i guess in canada like i like i f have less of this fear happening because i think i read someone that it was like 90 percent of canadians think that like abortion should be legal yeah. um and so it's one of those issues that the federal government just kind of doesn't touch anymore or like if someone does touch it it becomes like a big controversy and they eventually like lose <laughs> good call yeah, yeah that's terrifying yeah it so like I've always thought about moving to the states and like I would never probably go to a like a red state but like even being in a blue state like it's like yeah I know that my rights are protected in the state but it's like it's still terrifying like even being in like California or something I think it'd be like scary to be like a female and knowing that like you could just like walk across a border and something could like i don't know it just like it just it it just feels so unsafe and like saying that from like not even being there i feel like i feel unsafe um yeah i'm i'm glad that it was leaked that means yeah. someone was like really really they were willing to risk their career and life on the line to leak this document so shout out to that whistleblower yeah, do, I wonder if they get whistleblower status after this. 
they'll probably come out in like maybe a few months i'm hoping like they kind of like they don't find anyone because it's like well like i guess it depends on like what the intent of like the leak was like was the intent of the leak because they're like oh well the preliminaries are coming up so like i want people to know and go register to vote and go vote in like november and everything or is this like i don't know like there's a lot of conspiracies going around about like why this person would have leaked it it's like it's almost like it's so hard to comment on it um if you're go the people who are actively protesting this um we are with you may the fourth be with you yeah (laughs) um other news very um clinker gamey i guess for the news to be circulating talking about either the Met Gala or <laughs> Romy Wade. Like the rich yeah. of the rich partying, eating great food, wearing dresses and, and us paying attention to their fashion. Then the common people worrying about Roby Wade and survival. <laughs> I thought like I thought it was so strange. I was seeing like Met Gala news because I was like, didn't Met Gala like just happen? I thought so too. <laughs> <laughs> Timothy Chalamet, Billy Eilish, Amanda Gorman, Naomi Osaka Honorary oh, chairs: yeah. Tom Ford, Adam Mosseri, and Anna Wintour. Oh yeah, Anna Wintour is has to approve everything from what I yeah. hear. Honestly, like, kind of want, kind of want her job and her reputation. You know, kind of mm-hmm. cool. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, she's terrible, but you know, like, oh, very, me. very cool, very cool position. Yeah, and only the, the coolest of the cool people get invited to this Met Gala. I was, like, reading about, like, her approval process, I guess, and it's just, like, she has to, like, okay it all, and it's, like, if she, like, if someone, like, doesn't go, like, she has to, like, go fill the seat, like, through, like, a secondary, like, I guess, list of people, and, like, it could be very much, like, the same week you find Mm -hmm. out you're going because, like, someone else, like, dropped out or something. That's what Eugene was saying, too. Eugene Lee Yang from the Try Guys, Um, and she has to approve your outfit. Yeah. Which, which is, is like, like insane. <laughs> like micromanager to the top level. But like, why did she approve some of these outfits? Yeah. I think like the most shocking one was like one of the creative directors had like an insane outfit. And I don't know if you saw it. I'm gonna post a picture here for you guys to see. He looks like fish. <laughs> yeah, like I understand, like, it's kind of open to interpretation and everything, like, the whole theme, but, like, some things are just, like, what? Like, yeah, a lot not, of these. Like, not even... <laughs> like, like, Kylie's look. Don't know how that was gilded. Very ugly. Yeah. Baseball cap? Like, wedding dress? Like, what? Um, People do comment that all the women have to dress up so nicely and the men can just wear tuxedos and call it a day. Yeah. I That, like, I... I think that is very problematic. But you could go like the what's his name? Sean Mendes route and spice it up a little, you know? What did he wear? I actually didn't see his look. He wore like a Doctor Strange like coat. Is it gilded? I don't know what gilded is like in like in this particular definition. So it's set in like the Civil War era between the years 1870 to the 1900s. So for those of you who watch The Gilded Age, um, that's kind of like, I guess, like uh, the creator like of the show, like Julian, he's like very good at like making sure everything is 
like on point and like very historically accurate and everything so that's kind of what the gilded age is in terms of fashion and no one really kind of got close to that i mean billy eilish kind of did but it doesn't look flattering so this like billy eilish probably yeah like this is what i expect when i like when i think of like gilded age like mm-hmm. there's not like much of an interpretation i guess so it's like the pushed up boobs the back hump and everything like this the corset very very gilded mm-hmm. age um good for her like i think she's very good at following the the memo. theme like nice. i think she the like old hollywood look that she had or like like american history like that was like chef's kiss it didn't look flattering but yes it she what she understood you think the, the theme oh okay this year this year not the like that not like the pink flowy dress that i she don't had think it the... was that flattering either are you serious she looked at like i was like i would wear that dress I think it was Oscar de la Renta. She told them that she wouldn't wear them until they agreed to go to stop using like animals or furs and stuff. And then she wore their dress. Aww. For her. I really like that theme that Rihanna did. I don't think she chose it, but it was when she was, I think, co-chairing it. It was Heavenly Bodies. That was a beautiful theme. Was it the one where she was like in that like Pope like? Mm Mm-hmm. But like the yeah, I think that was made by a Chinese designer, and that dress is actually like one of the most like iconic dresses that has ever like graced the Met Gala, oh. I think. But like, ooh, um, so I watched the video about Anna, like, I watched the video with Anna Wintour like breaking down like the most iconic Met Gala looks, and she brings up every single designer except for the one who designed Rihanna's like Heavenly Bodies look. Wow, why? And she, I. Th- uh, no idea. Might be racist. She was the only one who was Asian. <laughs> or, like, the only wow. one who's, like, Chinese. I don't know. But it was, like, a lot of people commented on the video. They're, like, why didn't she mention the designer at all? But when she mentioned the designer for, the all, like, the other things. And it's, like, maybe she forgot. But, I'm like, hmm. Suspicious. Like, why wouldn't you want to credit that? Like, she was, she did amazing. Mm-hmm. It was so, it was gorgeous. A lot of current Good events. <laughs> Heard events the uh, Met Gala. Met Gala. that's all we want to talk about yeah um yeah. The, on yeah. the plus side the met gala will die down probably by the end of this week uh but roe v wade will continue strong as ever keep i'm hoping news. keep talking about it yeah like i mean like the whole texas abortion thing was in the news cycle for like a while like maybe a week and stuff but then it just died down but i don't think the law ever really got struck down yikes so um not not great it just like sucks you know like what like first russia invades ukraine then roe v wade gets overturned like what else is next for 2022 pretty scary uh, a lot of rapes happening which comes with war but yeah there i saw this thing on reddit where they're flying out like a lot of emergency contraceptives uh, to Ukraine because of all the rapes that are going on. Yeah, and it's not just women. Young mm-hmm. men, too. Mm-hmm. And boys. Okay, so kind of some sad things happening in the world um, at this time. I'm hoping it gets better. We're hoping it gets better. Um, maybe the Supreme Court would get swayed by public opinion and change their decision. Who knows? Let's um, hope we have enough influence. Yeah. 
us in particular. I hope they cite apologetically me um, when they change their decision. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in again. Go follow us on social media, TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. And go like us where and listen to us wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. And join us again next Thursday for another episode of Apologetically Me. Bye. Bye.